Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazdeh. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So, Come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Man, oh man, was this episode with Dane Espigard. It's one of my favorites. We talk all about his new book, The Dream Machine, all about how you can leverage this in your business and in your personal life to get your team engaged, get get your you know, maximize productivity, increase retention, really create a team, like a, a badass culture of people who are making their dreams come true. And he's built this amazing tool, wrote this amazing book, The Dream Machine. We go deep into how do you do this in your business and in your personal life. So uh, looking forward to you listening to this. Stay tuned. Guys, welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazi, and boy, do we have a special guest. My man, Dane Espigard, is in the house. What's up, Dane? Not uh, not a whole lot. Excited to be here. Oh, man, so pumped to have you here. So, um, listeners who are new to the show, let me do a little housekeeping, Dane. Listeners who are new to the show, we're about two things. We're about people living their passions and those creating greatness in the world. And my man, Dane, is neither short of passion nor greatness, so we're here to chop it up today, talking about his new book. Not new. I mean, it's been out for a little for a minute or two, but uh, The Dream Machine. Now, um, Dane, I want to kind of give a little bit of, of our background. So I, I first heard of Dane through a former guest on the show, uh, Amber Vilhauer, and she was doing your book launch. Was it like 2021? Is that when you guys launched? Yeah. Yep. 2021. So she was doing your book launch. She did my book launch uh, towards the end of 2020, but I had heard all these things like, oh, you got you to gotta meet Dane. You got to meet Dane. And, and then I ended up speaking, uh, doing a presentation at a mutual friend of ours, uh, Isaac Stegman at his mastermind on a Friday. You came in on Saturday. This is about a year ago. And, and, and we have a lot of mutual friends, Justin, Donald, the whole Cutco Mafia, Front Row Dads. And I was like, you know... I was like, and I, I, I heard so many great things about you. I was like, you know, I want, I want to meet Dane. I want to talk to him about his dream machine. And uh, so I asked you to be on the show, man. And uh, here we are. 
here we are. Good to have you. Yeah, yeah it's great yeah. to have you. It's one, of those, it's one of those things, too, where it's uh, same deal, right? Amber was telling me, like, you got to meet Darius. And then Isaac invited me to come come speak at the Mastermind. And he goes, oh, Darius was just here yesterday. So, you know, we missed each other there. And I think I want to say there was one other time that we just, like, missed each other maybe in the hallway uh, prior to this. So um, it, small world, it, though, it, for sure. Total small world, you know. Um, so um, for listeners who are not familiar with your work, uh, Dana Espigard is part of the Cutco Mafia. We always, I love talking to the Cutco Mafia folks. And, and, and you know who you are. Hal Elrod, another Cutco Mafia uh, folk, is coming on the show uh, in March. Uh, John, Justin, all, all the Cutco Mafia. I call you guys Cutco Mafia because Cutco, for whatever reason, for the people that don't know this, this is where you're, you're selling knives essentially door-to-door or through network marketing. And I don't know what it is, man, in the water at Cutco, but it just tends to, to create a ton of badasses. <laughs> yeah like you got it really has so 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 you're you're uh, we'll, we'll hear a little bit about your experience with them but but you've you've written a book the dream machine you're now doing culture consulting uh really helping teach people businesses that are culture centered around ach- dream achieving and so i'm really excited to talk about this because i think the world needs more dreamers needs more achievers and when you put those together it's really aligns perfectly with the work you're doing um, with, with that said, man, I'd love to hear, uh, you know, hear the greatness machine. We love hearing origin stories. We'd love to hear a little bit about your origin story. What got you to where you're at today? And then we can take a deep dive into the book, The Dream Machine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it it does start back with uh, with Cutco. And, um, it, and it starts with a, an annual convention that Cutco has each year for its management team. Back in 2007, they brought in a guest speaker by the name of Matthew Kelly and Matthew Kelly wrote a book on dreams and he was the, he was the keynote speaker. And so that was my first experience with, with the idea of dreams and dreaming in the workplace. And so from stage, he had everybody, you know, put pen to paper and kind of crank through their own uh, process. And I remember getting a ton of energy from that. Uh, And then I went home and, and like a lot of other things from a, from a conference, I didn't really do anything with it again. And, uh, and it kind of sat on my, you know, my, in a notebook and, and, uh, and I thought about it often, but I wasn't quite sure necessarily how to implement it into my business. And then, uh, two years goes by, four years go by and, and I had the opportunity to move within Cutco and create a new team from scratch. And so I was going back through all my notes to, to kind of try and figure out like, what's the culture that I want within my team. And it was a move for me that I thought would be my last move with Cutco. And so I was really trying to be intentional of, Hey, if, if, if I were here for another 10 years, what's the culture that I'd be excited about leading, not just being a part of. And, uh, and, and I went back to the dream stuff. So 2013 to basically all the way to today, we've been having a culture centered around dreams within our internal team. And, uh, and that's led us to have some record breaking growth within the direct sales industry. How the book came about was, uh, was thanks to Justin Donald. So, uh, wow, okay. I, yeah, I went, um, you know, summer of 2020, really difficult COVID summer. Uh, we were innovating a ton within Cutco, trying to figure things out, man. I was at my wits end and my wife, uh, my wife called me into the, into the bedroom and in the middle of the day, she goes, Hey, I need to talk to you. So what's going on? She goes, um, am I able to swear on this Darius? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Can I? Okay. <laughs> She goes, yeah. she calls, she calls me in the bedroom. She goes, I need to talk to you. Um, she goes, I think you've been like, um, she goes, take this the right way. I think you've been a little bitch lately. I was like, excuse me. 
This is my wife. And I, and I go, she goes, just hold on. She goes, so I think, she goes, you've been, you've been on Zoom for like four months straight. I think you need to go out into the wilderness. So I already talked to, Justin Donald's one of my best friends. She goes, I already talked to Justin. He's going to go with you. I booked you guys to stay at this like kind of dude ranch thing in Montana. And you're going to go do guy things. I was like, okay, well that, that went a different direction than, than what I thought, but I can get behind that. So I, uh, I go with Justin to some, by the way, she picked a, a dude. She did not pick a dude ranch. She picked like a five-star resort that was like all you can drink wine and you know, Justin, right? So it was like, he loves wine. Yes. So, uh, we, Justin and I had like a four day weekend where we did a bunch of cool stuff. And, and that's also right when he was launching his book, he was just putting the final touches on his book. And that's when he said to me, he goes, that dream stuff, he goes, you need to write a book. And I didn't necessarily understand the whole process of book writing. I thought it was maybe larger and longer than, than what it, what it can be with, with the right help. And, um, and so I came home from that, that, uh, that, you know, relaxing weekend and said to my wife, like, what do you think about me writing a book? And she goes, I've been waiting for you to do something like this. And, uh, and that, that's where the whole thing came from. So this was, when was this in 2020? It was like fall. So that would have been, um, yeah, September, 2020 is when, is when Justin and I went to Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's actually right. The first time I, he and I spent some time together, he was like still in his book finishing mode. Um, yeah. Very interesting. So, so um, taking a step back though, uh, Matt Kelly, you said was the name of the gentleman that spoke about dreams. Yeah. Matthew guess- Kelly in his book, he's got a few different books, but one is the dream manager. And then another one is rhythm of life. They're fantastic. So, so um, we'll put, we'll put that in the show notes. Cause I always like to read new books. I, I, I want to read your book too. And, but um let me ask a question. So when you were sitting there in that audience, do you remember any, like what the dream was that you wrote down? Do you remember, do any stand out to you? I still have the list. I still have my first list. So I, you know, there was a lot of ones that were specific to business. There were random health ones like, you know, Hey, at some point in my life, I'd like to run a marathon. There was a ton of, you know, travel destinations. And so there was, you know, he took us through multiple categories. Um, and so for me, it was, it was, you know, there's a bunch of different things on there. I think I had probably six different cars I wanted to own. The first time I did it, I, I think I was 23, you know, so yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I had a whole bunch of material things, a lot of financial things. Yeah. The, you were on the hedonistic tre- uh, treadmill. So, so it was, it's all about that stuff then. Um, yeah. It's so funny. I, so I, I did the same thing. Um, I think I was a little older than you. It was 2008, nine. I did it as a team build with my team where we built a bucket list. We had to write a hundred things for our bucket list. And I, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I, ba- I barely remember doing it. So this is what, 14 years ago. And then I was going through a bunch of stuff, uh, cleaning out my closet and I found it like six months ago. And what was interesting on it, um, I love your take on this was a, I, I did kind of the same thing because this is what, 14 years. I was 30 when I did it. Mm-hmm. So I was about 30 years old, uh, maybe a little 31, um, it was before I had a child. So I was at least my, my first child was 31. So he, he I, 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 tons of stuff on there that was like cars and houses mm-hmm. and stuff, some experiences, some travel, but th- there was stuff in there that was, uh, I was like kind of surprised where I was like, Oh, like, I like, I would like to have a cool dog. Right. Which is funny. Cause I have a cool mm-hmm. dog now. And, and, and I crossed off probably about I don't know, like out of the hundred, maybe 20 or 30 of them. So I, I got a bunch of them done and they were, they were not the ones you would expect, right? They were not the ones, they were the ones that were not ego driven. They were not the ones yep. that were the, they were the ones that I probably 
were the most meaningful, but they were not the most like superficial. So yep. I, I don't know. I'd love to hear hear your thoughts on, on on what do you think about that? Is that like normal or is is that like what is it that makes for a good dream? I guess. I think it's totally normal. And I also think that um, what I love about the topic in general is I think it hits everybody no matter what age they're at. It just hits differently. And when I looked at my list, you know, same thing. I, I made the list, didn't look at it again for a while. When I got it back out, I was like, huh, interesting. There were things on the list that I had gotten done. That's the thing to me that's always really interesting is just putting it out there once on paper, I, I think increases the likelihood that it comes across our you know, our world at some point. And, uh, but there's also things that you look at five years later and you're like, that's no longer me. That's, that's not something no. I'm necessarily interested in. And the thing that I, that I regularly talk about is how somebody's dreams list, it's, it's a living thing, you know, call it bucket list dreams list. It's living and breathing. Um, it, there's uh, just the other week I went to Justin Donald's lifestyle investor mastermind. And afterward, uh, I like pulled my dreams list. I was inspired. I pulled my dreams list out which I do regularly now. And I saw things on there that I was like, that, how's that still on? How have I not deleted that from my list? Um, but I was adding new things to it. And so I think it's, it's part of it is, is that exchange where it is, you know, your, your list changes with you as, as you evolve as, as a human. What? So, um, yeah, and that makes sense, right? Like you probably aren't the same person you were when you were 23 as I'm not the same person I was when I was 31. It was, what was really funny was I did it with my twin brother with my business partner who, um, is he's a kind of, have you ever watched the TV show Eastbound and down? Yeah. You have any, any, yeah. My brother's like a real life version of Kenny Powers. And so, I mean, (laughs) like, and I'm not exaggerating right now. Like, I love that. I need to meet him. Like, yeah, he's he's a ridiculous. I always joke. I'm like, Mike, you're a cartoon character, and his list was was it was so I was crying, laughing at the shit he wrote on his list. It was stuff that like if you can only imagine anyone knows like Kenny Powers, he's all about like chicks riding jet skis yeah. and partying, <laughs> and like my brother's list was a hundred items like that. <laughs> um, oh, so it's, awesome. it is funny, like. It's like personal, right? So, yep. um, so yeah. So, so going back to you know, you met with John, uh, Justin. Excuse me. You decide that you want to write the book. Um, tell us about that. Like, what, like, what was it like for you to write the book? Because I mean, I've written a book, and and I, and I agree with you. I think it's 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 like a one bite of the elephant thing. But but especially if it's something you've been thinking about a lot, I feel like it pours out of you. How was that yep. experience for you? Yeah. So I used um, I used a, a service that helped me organize my thoughts and put it all together. I used Scribe. Oh yeah, to to, I did my subscribe too. Yep. So that was, I mean, that was the, a total game changer for me. And I think without that, especially first time through, I wouldn't. I who knows if I would have finished a book yet alone, or yet if it were, you know, on my own and, and just through talking to people. So what I loved about that is I had it, it was something that I had been doing within my business for eight nine years at that point. So I had all the answers. I knew. Um, what the key takeaways were that I wanted a reader to get from the book. And it was really helpful to have a professional say, okay, you know, basically word vomit, all of it out. Let's, let's go. And then here, here's how we're going to itemize this. Here's how we're going to structure this. That process was really interesting to me um, to see it firsthand from somebody who's done that, you know, countless times. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. 
It stopped me from fully enjoying the little things in life. Canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and Supply & Demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. And, and so, um, so you used, you used uh, the, the, so for anyone that's not familiar with Scribe, it's, the, it's basically you partner with a, a writer and they're and you like co-write the book that they're, they're kind of take your ideas and you guys kind of co-author the book but they're a ghostwriter essentially is, is that correct mm-hmm. yeah that's a great way yeah. to explain it yeah and, and so 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 that it's a really great way for anyone that wants to write a book I, I'm, I'm a big javon mccormick is the ceo of scribe is a good friend and 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 they have a great business over there so so that's cool so you use use those guys tucker who's a fellow front row dad he's one yep. of the co-founders of, of that company um so use that process. How long did it take for you guys to create the book? What was the time timing of that? So um, let's see. I signed on with them in, I think, somewhere around November. And then, um, you know, by March, we, had, we were already getting into the editing process. So wow. it took, you know, four months for us to get uh, first draft put together. And then... Um, and then going through the editing process. And that was, I mean, that process after 
you know, think words were written and we, we went through all the other stuff. I mean, that's also where I think scribe is worth its worth its weight in gold uh, in terms of, okay, now we're going to have the editors now we, and they just have everybody lined up, ready to go. Um, and so everything was just much more streamlined. So for me, I mean, we published in September, so it was about a 10 month process from wow. me getting going with them to final product. Here we are. And, uh, and I, I was more than pleased with the final product, the everything from graphics to the, to, to every, every part of it. That's impressive. Um, so going back to your business, what was it that, you know, when you say that I, and I, I know I'm assuming the book goes into like kind of the blueprint on how to do this. Um, but what was it that, that like, what was the aha moment where like, Oh, I can use this dreams thing in my business, by the way, like, let me preface this by saying that, that previously Dane and I have spoken about a company, a friend of mine who owns a company called, um, Apple tree answers. He sold the company and they did something like this in their business where they would actually help, um, people make their dreams come true. But what was it, what was it like that made this resonate for you? Obviously you learned this bucket list thing, this dream dreams workshop you went through, but, but walk us through before you wrote the book, like, what was it that we were like, Oh, this is something I can use in my business to really grow my business. So, you know, in the direct sales world, um, retention or, or turnover is, is, is the, the biggest, like it is with so many businesses, but in, in the heavy recruiting environment that we lived in, in Cutco, the, 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 the competition was always like, how do I keep my best people here? Right. And how do I keep them not just here, but excited. And, you know, when, when you're working in the cutlery industry, nobody comes to you and says, hey, by the way, I've been waiting to find a job selling knives. My life is meant to sell <laughs> knives. Like we don't, nobody comes to us that way. And so, you know, we develop a lot of individuals in the, the normal path in our business is you develop somebody into being great and then they almost immediately leave. And the reason is now they have experience, they have sales experience. And so they, you know, they can write their own ticket. And so for me, it was always like, well, what can I do to keep those people here? What's my unique advantage here within Cutco to, to keep those people? And the dreams thing was also at the same time I was looking for something for a competitive advantage. I also was looking for something that was going to allow me to be authentic. And um, I'm always somebody who likes having a good time and, and being very real with the people that are on my team. I've never been somebody who's been a, you know, I'm the, I'm the leader, therefore, uh, you know, I can't let you get too close or anything like that. Like I definitely mm -hmm. am, am with my team constantly. And so what I liked about the dreams concept is it allowed me to live my dreams, which I had a pretty cool life and I was able to do it out loud in an inspiring way instead of, I, I found myself at Cutco wanting to advance into management because I watched other people have a really cool life. Right. So I'm 18, 19, 20. I'm like, ah, look at those guys that are 22, 23. Like they seem like they really enjoy what they do. They make good money. They've got a cool team. All right. So I want to do that. And then what I found is as I advanced, it was really tempting to not show my life to people because there's, you know, once you, once you become the leader of an organization, sometimes there's this like struggle of, well, but the people on my team, I know they don't earn the same that I earn. And the people on my team don't have the exact same flexibility. So do I want to tell them openly that I'm going on this 10-day vacation or is that bragging? Is that boasting, right. right? So there's that struggle, I think, for a lot of leaders. And what I found once I started talking about dreams and saying, hey, Darius, you're on the team. What are the dreams that you want to get done and we want to help you? It also gave me permission to live my life out loud in a way yeah. that my team was really excited and supportive. And yeah, so it, it, yeah, oh, it, it fit both. Yeah, it fit both of those. That's it. 
Yeah, what I was going to say was, you know, when they start going down, I think this probably holds more more truth now than ever with Gen Z and and, and uh, millennials because I think that that they have this ethos around you know living living their authentic self, right? More mm-hmm. more so than I'm a Gen X, where where we're like we're the last uh, we're the last generation whose parents beat us. So since we <laughs> we're the last generation, yeah, we're the last generation whose teachers were allowed to smack them. So, yep. so we're a little bit more like, you know, we follow kind of some, we're kind of on, on the cusp, right. Where we follow some of the old rules about like, you know, suck it up and, you know, don't, yep. you know, you, you kind of like separate management from the, from the non-management stuff like that. Um, whereas I think that because of the internet, because of transparency, the current work generation, they, they don't see it the same way to your point mm-hmm. that, you know, you're, you, if you're not living your truth, that's obvious. Um, and, and they want the truth. You know, I, we interviewed, um, a, a really great guy here from the Mac, uh, John Maxwell Institute. And he was talking about, you know, if you want to motivate, uh, you know, and he does a thing, whole thing on generational, um, leadership. He said, if you want to ma- motivate Gen Z and millennials, you have to be a poet and gardener. You need to speak to them the right way and you need to help cultivate them and grow them. And, 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 uh, and for me, I think, you know, having run a lot of businesses, I just kind of did that organically and naturally, yep. but I always saw it resonated. Um, one of the things you said though, that, that really stood out to me was when you look at the data and, and I'm curious if, if, if you had the same experience, when you look at the data of, of around what keeps people at jobs, it, a lot of times people think it's money. And I think numbers, money is actually number six on the list and people need to make a competitive wage, but it's not like, yep. you know, very few people leave a job just for money. Yep. The number one thing is always like opportunity of growth, right? That's the number one thing that people will go, will stick with the job for is their number one is for this opportunity for growth. So how did you align? Like, was that kind of your thought process where like, Hey, like I'm showing them what I care about, how I want to grow. And then I'm going to help them grow the way they want to grow and the dreams is the way is kind of the pathway to that, that goal. Is that how you thought of it? Yeah. In the dreams, it's never ending. And that's the great thing about it. It's basically, you know, I've got a guy on my team, let's call him Seth. Seth's a really motivated guy. Well, again, it's, it's what can I do that's going to help this person feel as though they're growing their life while selling knives. And, you know, it's, there's this, um, also, I, you know, I work a lot with the 18 to call it 25 year old range. And there's this whole, like, you got to find your passion. It's like, well, look, a lot of people don't find their passion. And I think sometimes that can be toxic advice for somebody to continue sure. to like go job, hop, job, hop, job, hop. And so I've kind of taken a different approach of, well, Hey, work can be your vehicle to live the life of your dreams if you find a place that's going to allow you the autonomy and give you the tools to be able to say, Hey, go produce. And so within our business, you know, I could have a sales contest, but those things get old, right. To say, Hey, we're going to have another contest. We're going to do this. It's, it's instead of that, it's, Hey, what are the dreams that you want to get done this year? Like you had a really exciting year. Like we get to do this right now at the end of our year. And so it's, it's me meeting with my best people to say, you had a great year. Let me look at all the dreams that you accomplished this year in 2022. Wow, that's amazing. Hey, what are you thinking about for next year? And the neat thing with that is it allows me to then work the motivation of the job to support what they want to go after. And so I'm never saying, hey, we as a team have to hit these numbers. It's never that. It's, hey, what do you want to do, Darius? Okay, great. These are, wow, that's a big investment goal that you have. And wow, you guys want to go travel for a month? That, that's awesome. You know, how, how can I help you to be able to do this? And now I'm really living that whole servant leadership aspect 
to be able to say like, hey, you're on my team, but I know you could leave whenever you want, right? And right. so I need to make sure that I'm serving you in a way that you continue to grow while you're here. And sometimes that means producing the same amount, but working two months less for this year, that's going to keep that person here, right? Because they're really excited about what that work-life balance looks like. I love that. So, um, you know, what I heard you just say, and, and for listeners who are familiar with this, and, and I'd love your two cents on this, is, you know, Maslow, you know, you know Maslow from Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, right? So Maslow is a famous uh, industrial psychologist from, I think, the 60s and 70s. And he, he talked about what motivates people, right? And and there's there's really like three three layers to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The bottom is survival, right? Like we got to you know, pay our bills, feed mm-hmm. ourselves, be able to like go to the hospital if something bad happens, have a roof over our head. Next is success, right? Am I, am I feeling like I'm I'm being successful in life? But the highest is self actualization. Am I am I living my calling? Am I actually like living an authentic life? Do you, do you feel like? you were really touching on maybe the self-actualization piece or was it the success piece that, that, that where you're leveraging the dreams, uh, the work you're doing with dreams? I think that's a great question. I think it actually does both. And so I think that there's the, it, it does touch in the success piece of just in general, you know, I'm not, somebody doesn't have to subscribe to what my definition of success is. They get to create their own definition of that within the dreams concept. And that's what's, that's what's unique with this, where it's not me trying to manage everybody the same. It's me giving, we're all speaking the same language, but the ingredients in there are very different for each person. And so I think that allows us there. And then a lot of the, the individuals that will, will, you know, kind of get the hang of the dreams concept where they start kind of checking things off their list over and over again, they start to get into that self-actualization um, range. And, and they start doing things where, hey, the job is really fueling my passion and pursuit of blank, right? Whatever, whatever this thing is for them. And I think that um, when we can start tapping into that right there, it's like, that's when you get these just raving fans that are not just fans, they're contributors on your team. I think that's such an important, uh, important piece to all this. What do you think, what do you think, I mean, is, is when you start thinking of your book and your work and how you've implemented this, what do you think of the best practices around making dreams become a reality? So, you know, part of the making dreams a reality, a lot of it is, is goal setting. And so what, what we do with our individuals, and I do this at, at home, is it's, you know, at the end of the year, we'll take a look and say, my wife and I, what are the dreams that we both want to accomplish over the course of this next year? Start doing some research. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is assuming about their dreams. And uh, all the time when I pay, take people through these exercises, they'll do a little bit of research on a simple dream and they'll say, oh, that's actually cheaper or much easier or more in the cards than what I thought it was before. And so what, what happens with that is all of a sudden they start realizing I'm one or two connections or one or two steps away from this one dream that I maybe thought was going to stay a dream and not a reality. And when they start having belief in it that way, it's really neat because it changes the way that they look at certain things. And and what I love about the dreams mantra or the concept of all of this is what's underlying this entire culture is a mentality of how can I? And so when, when I think about the people that are on my team, it's like they're constantly problem solving. The problems that they're solving, though, are how can I do this dream? How can I have enough money to go on this trip? How can I create the autonomy in my schedule to do this? And so what I love about that is let's say there's a crisis at work. Well, these people have been practicing problem solving just in a positive spin, 
right on a regular basis in their personal life, they're just ready to go. So, so if I, if I heard you say correctly is that people essentially are by selfishly solving the problem of making their dreams come true, you're turning them into critical thinkers or they're getting, they're building muscles around problem solving and strategic thinking that then parlay back into work and then being better at doing those types of things in the business. Is that, is that essentially what you're saying? A hundred percent. And that was not the intent. That's, that's something that I noticed as a byproduct of this culture when COVID happened. When COVID happened, there's Cutco teams all over the country and almost all the teams, it was like the big pause button hit and everybody was stood there like, I don't know what to do. And my team just got to work, figured it out. And that, that became one of the most profitable times in the history of our division. Uh, and our team just had a meteoric rise during that. And that's when I started to step back and say, I, I didn't see that coming necessarily. And my team was just really primed for that. And I think it was from years of them solving problems on a regular basis for themselves. I love that. So um, I, I'd love to, to, you know, I'd love to hear an example of, you know, of a dream that you've, that, that, that's, that you've seen someone set that you're like, man, I can't believe they said that dream and accomplished it. What's like the coolest dream that you've seen someone actually make into a reality so far? So uh, there's been so many health related ones. I think that's, um, those are some of my favorite because that obviously, you know, the, the benefits of that are so vast. One of my favorite stories is this guy, Alex Funk, who's, on, who's currently on our team. This guy's been making his dreams list since he was 18. He's now 23. He's been doing this for five years. He has over 1,200 dreams on his list. In uh, each year, he accomplishes more. To give you an idea, in 2022, he's going to finish. He's, he's already finished 125 dreams on his list this year. So... To give you an idea with that, the, some of the dreams are very small, like, hey, I want to sing karaoke at a bar for the, for the first time in my life. Like, that could be a dream, right? So they're not all these large, big ticket things. But this guy, in 2020, at the beginning of the year, he said, I'm going to run a marathon this year. And, uh, and, and we all know what happened in 2020. Every race got canceled. And, and so he kept pushing it back and saying, okay, I was going to do it in the summer, but now I'll do it in the fall. They all got canceled in the fall. So I was having a conversation with him and he goes, I still want to do that with this one this, this year. And I said, have you thought about a solo a marathon? And he goes, oh man, that sounds horrible. And I said, well, I mean, you could do it. I said, he goes, what about a treadmill marathon? And I was like, as somebody who's trained for a marathon, I can tell you running that many miles on a treadmill is going to drive you crazy. But he said, I'm going to do it. So he set the date like December 30th and he trained on his own, right? Cause there was going to be no races that he could do. And, uh, the, the day before I said, hey, you've never run a marathon. I've, I've checked that off my list. I go, one of the things that makes it so amazing are the fans, right? That are there with the signs that make you laugh and keep you going. And I said, you've got to be able to kind of simulate that. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, can you set up a little table, open your computer and have a Zoom going the entire time that you're running? And he said, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I said, dude, you have to do that. Yeah, I go, trust me, you have to do that. He goes, all right. So he agrees to it. He pops it open. He gives me like the Zoom meeting ID. We send it out to everybody that we can at Cutco. I, we send it to his, his family. And uh, not one time for those four hours that he was running, was there not at least one person on Zoom cheering for him, right? And I popped in probably five or six times. 
I got the C he, he's a big fan of obviously the CEO of Cutco, but they'd never met. So I got the CEO of Cutco to pop on there in the middle of it. So he got to meet him for the first time while he was running a race. And when he finished, there was no joke, 30 people were on there yelling and he he's, you know, we got it screen recorded and, uh, and it turned out to be like one of the most epic days for this guy's life. And it wasn't wow. a real marathon. It was just him on his zoom, making things happen on his own. And you know, I, I think that's such a, such a cool story of, of, you know, just persevering and, and getting something like that done. I love it, man. That's such a cool story. I, I did a, I did like a treadmill po- indoor pool, uh, triathlon once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, and, and, and I will say it was easier than doing it in real life. Like I, I went and did the same one out in the ocean and <laughs> my, my, I my wet, yeah, my wetsuit like imploded. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> but I, but I finished, I did finish even though I got, That's awesome. I got, I got pulled out of the water because I, I, I literally my wetsuit got filled with water. You were drowning. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was drowning. But I and they're I'm and I'm in the boat and they're, and they're like and I'm like so can I finish it? They're like I'm sorry, sorry if you don't finish one part you can't finish it. Any you, you you're done. And I'm like fuck that. I'm like I trained for this roll, thing. Roll, yeah. Roll <laughs> no, I just when in. they when they brought me in, I was like I'm just gonna hop on my bike and I'm doing everything else. That's so great. Just, That's you know, great. I'd, I'd finished everything else. At Evernorth Health Services. We believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, so, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, a lot of times people will set these goals and then they don't realize how, like, how easy it is to do things that they maybe thought were hard. Is there, could you have any examples of maybe in your own life of something where you're like, I'm going to set this one goal and then you go and start to do the research and realize, wow, like I can fly an F-16 fighter jet. I didn't realize all I just have to go up to, you know, Iceland for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, this, this happens all, this almost every single time I lead a team through a session, something will pop up where it's one degree of separation. But for me personally, I had on my list, I wanted to stay on a, like rent a sailboat for a week. And when I wrote that on my list, I was thinking, man, that's probably 10,000 bucks. Like that's got to be super expensive. And, and, and so that's just, that was what my thought was. And what happened um, my wife is planning, we were in the midst of planning a trip to go to Thailand And my wife is not into boats whatsoever. And she was just doing research. She knew that was on my dreams list. And so what she ended up looking at was she found a, um, uh, she found a, uh, a listing off one of the islands. And it was, uh, basically a captain and somebody who's going to cook your meals on your very own sailboat that has four bedrooms. And it was like 300 bucks a night. And so she, she booked it knowing it was on my list. I couldn't believe she booked it because I was like, this is, you know, that is not her thing at all. And it was one of the most epic experiences that we've ever had for pennies on the dollar compared to what I thought it was going to be. Um, there's That's one so other cool. really small one. 
in the in the uh, teams that I lead this through, there's there's a portion where they'll share. They have the opportunity to share and steal from each other. And there was this woman, and this was Amber's team, NGNG. And this woman shared that she wanted to take burlesque classes. Right, that was on her dreams list. I want to take burlesque classes. I want to see what that's all about. And somebody in the Zoom goes, "Wait, what city do you live in? Do you live in Denver?" And she's like, yeah. And she goes, it just so happens my cousin happens to be the top burlesque trainer in Denver. Here, let me you can let me connect you. No so it's it's stuff like that that's not, you know, that's not that wild, but it's also it it's like magical stuff like that happens all the time from people sharing their dreams. I love that. So so let's I want to go uh, uh, you pick the direction because I'm I'm deciding uh, do we go into the book or can I ask you a question about doing this with fa- family and friends because obviously it sounds like a sharing is a big part of it you've used it in your mm-hmm. business you've used it in your personal life um let's do that question so yeah I want like people that want to do this you know like let's say they're a solopreneur or, or they're you know they're not they're not managing a big team and and even me, when I'm listening, so I got a small team and I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool if I do it with my team. It'd be really cool. Besides that, also maybe do it with my wife and kids. How do you recommend folks that want to, you know, do this with their family? Like, what's a cool way of doing that? So, you know, the, the, if somebody goes to, uh, my social media and just, you know, hits me up on social media, they can ask for a, um, this dream machine bonus is basically what it's called, but it's got a, it's a thousand dream prompt. So it's basically got this like um, category by category of a thousand plus examples of dreams. And I think that that's always really helpful for people to kind of look at and steal some as they go through. But the whole process, we take people through nine categories. It doesn't have to be nine, but I find that that's a, it's good to kind of categorize different uh, parts of your life. And I, I think it's easy, like with a family to literally throw some music on it. If, if it, uh, it's a couple, it's like throw some music on, grab a bottle of wine and just have some fun, just writing things down. And the biggest key with this is the whole, the idea behind the dreams list is there's no obligation from this. You know, this isn't, oh, because you put it down, you now have to do it. It's basically put down anything that you think would be cool if it were to happen at some point in your life. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And that, that's really what this list is meant to be is a freeing thing. That's just a, uh, hey, let's have some fun and jot it all down. And then the more stuff that gets down, right? You know how brainstorming goes. It's like the more stuff that gets on there, it just leads to kind of opening up those floodgates with even more. And, and what about uh, if you want to do it with kids? Like, is there a certain age that you think is the right age to start this with? Or is there too young? My kids are four and six and we do it with them every six months. And, and do they do all thousand? No, no. So I'll take with my, with my kids, I'll take them through the different categories and it's basically like travel. Hey, where do you want to go? And in the right different, you know, my four-year-old literally just repeats what my six-year-old says. Right. And for material, it's like, they basically just write down every pet that they want to own. So, but what I like about it is my kids are hearing, you know, their parents, uh, myself and my wife regularly talk about our dreams. uh, You know, how we're going on a dream trip, how we're pursuing a hobby because it's on our dreams list. Like they're getting the vocabulary of dreams all day, every day in this house. And I think that that's so important because they're seeing us dream, but then they're also seeing us act on those. And that's what I want for my kids. I love that, man. So let's, let's dive into the book. So, so high level, you know, the book is for persons, leaders that want to bring this like dream methodology into their company, kind of talk, talk us through high level. Like what does the book teach? What's uh, you know, what can a reader expect to gain from reading the book? 
Yeah. So, so writing the book, the purpose was, and I always heard forever, you know, you don't make money writing a book. So for me, when I, when I wrote the book, I was like, I don't want anybody to have any questions after the book. My goal from a reader taking this is that they should be able to take the book and say, uh, okay, I fully understand how to go and do this on my own team. So in the book, we talk about kind of the whole setup of the, of the culture and what, what teams are maybe already primed for something like this versus ones that maybe need a little bit more work on some of the growth mindset, abundance mindset stuff. Uh, and then we spent a lot of time in the book talking about um, how to actually set up the initial uh, dreams workshop. And so that, that's really where that's, you know, kind of uh, spot number one where everything starts from. And so I just did one of these last week uh, for an Austin company, Malk Organics. It's an awesome business and product. And um, so I went into their team. This is the second year, but but I went into their team and, and they had just gotten done with like a day and a half planning for 2023. And so then I got to come in and do the fun stuff. And, uh, and we had fun for about three hours where I took them through the thought jogging process. Then they would partner up. So I'd take them through maybe four or five categories. They'd get into small groups within their team. They'd choose ones that they want to share with some partners, right? And and the, people the whole time are laughing. They're stealing from their neighbors. They also are learning a lot about the people on their team that, you know, is a little bit deeper than just like, hey, you know, what'd you do over the weekend type of deal. And uh, then we get back together. We do the last four or five categories. And then we end with doing some planning. And, uh, and so everybody looks at their list and they start to isolate, like, Hey, what are some things like a small list that maybe I could get done in the next, you know, three to six months. So my hope when they're done with that is that they leave with taking action on at least one thing. And is the, and does the book walk a reader through the process of how to do this themselves self-implement? Is that essentially what we should expect yep. to, from, from yeah. reading the book? And the book is written for a team leader. Right. So it's definitely like I get asked the question a lot, like, well, what if it's what if I don't have a team? Can I still read the book? Sure. But the book is definitely written towards the angle of here's how you go and take this to your team, you know, at, yeah. uh, at home. Right. I was going to say it's a, it, 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 and it could be even literally at your house. Cause if you're, yes. a fa- if you have a family that your team is your family. So, so that's great. So a reader is going to learn how to do the process, take them themselves and their team through the process of building these dreams lists. And then what happened? What, is there something that you do after you build the dreams list to keep it alive and well, is that, does it, I guess, tell us a little bit about that and, yep. and, and how the, and how the book helps with that. Yeah. And so the book does talk about that. Like, what do you do after the event? Right. And uh, there's little things that team members, that, that team leaders can do. Um, one is, is dream spotlighting. And so if somebody really wants to keep this at like a culture within their organization, part is recognizing individuals for accomplishing dreams like that's their job. And so when somebody goes and accomplishes a dream, like for us, every team meeting that we have, we start with dreams. So it's the same you know, mission statement. Hey, you guys know what we're all about here, about living a life for our dreams, inspiring others to do the same. And so I want to I want to give some time here to spotlight some people that accomplished some dreams since the last time we were together. And then we will go through and say, hey, Darius, I know you went on a dream trip with your family. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Do you want to share real quick what were some highlights from the trip? And so we're not recognizing people for what they do and who, what their role is on the team. We're recognizing people for living a life that's filled with dreams. And, and, and what, yeah. what do you think, let, let me, I don't mean to interrupt, but before we leave that, how does that, like by having people share their dreams and do spotlighting them, how have you seen that affect the culture of the business? Like what, what, what changes, what can someone expect if they're doing that? 
connection is one because people are connecting to the person. And a lot of times dreams have to do with their health, their family. Like there's, there's a level of vulnerability to it, right? So when they're talking about these things, they naturally are forming different, deeper connections with people on the team. So I think that's a really important thing. The other thing is it's meant to be a really subtle nudge to everybody else on the team. Oh yeah, I got to look at my dreams list. The last thing that we ever want to do is have another thing that feels obligatory at work, right? Like, right. oh, they want me doing this dream thing. It's like, look, some people, they just want to you know, show up, do their thing, and that's totally fine. But I do find that the majority of people really like this. And when they hear somebody else accomplish a dream, it's just a really friendly nudge to say, I got to look at my dreams list again, right? And that's nice. all that the purpose of that is, is just say, get your dreams list out. I love that. Yep. What, l- let me ask a question because I had mentioned earlier my, my buddy that runs Apple Tree answers or he had, he sold the company. But one of the things they did is they as a company would help them help their make their dreams come true. Like literally like financially they yeah. would – it was almost like Make-A-Wish Foundation for their employees. Um, wh- what are your thoughts on that? Should, do you recommend that in, in team members put money aside for this, help them, match them, not, none of the above, all of the above? What are your thoughts? All, all of the above. I think that – you know, I think – Everybody views business differently. I think one of the greatest things that a business can do is improve the life of its own team members. And I don't think that there's a better way than doing something like this. You know, companies spend so much money missing the mark, right? Hey, we're going to send Christmas gifts. Hey, we're going to do this. And what do you get? It's like the same stuff, gift cards, not things that really the individual wanted. And so what I love about the dreams aspect here, I'll give some examples of of two of the, the options that you just gave. One is the health category. I love matching my team members for health. So for instance, if I'm taking, oh, all of this really stems from getting your team members dreams list. So at the very end of these, we'll always say, hey, invitation, but not obligation. We would love to get a copy of your dreams list if you would so allow. And why we want that is because I want to be able to show appreciation. I want to get involved as much as you'll allow me to with your dreams. And if I have that, it's a lot easier for me to do that. If there's certain things that you want to keep to private, I get it. And then I'll typically go and look at people's health ones. And if somebody has on there, hey, I want to do, let's say Darius, let's say yours was, I want to do one of those indoor um, indoor and outdoor tries, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would go and do or have HR do a little research and say, hey, Darius, we actually found one in your city and the enrollment is $150 or $300. Bucks. We'd love to split it with you if this is the year that you want to do that. Oh, nice. So okay. if, you're, if you're into that this year, no pressure. But if you are, we'd love to support you in your health goals. And, and that's such an easy way. And it's like now all of a sudden I have a guy in my team who's working out consistently for four to six months you can't tell me that that doesn't help the the overall performance of that person while they're here, right? So that's a, oh, yeah. the health one I think is the easy one to match people on. Um, Christmas gift shopping, appreciation gifts, milestones, that kind of stuff. I don't spend a dollar on stuff that's not on somebody's dreams list. Christmas shopping for my team list, my team, I literally hop on my computer, pull everybody's dreams list up. I got a glass of wine and I'm like, this person's getting an acupuncture session because they have never done that. This person here is getting, you know, and I'm, I'm, I know that 100% of the dollars I spend are felt individually by that person because they, they told me what they wanted. And I think that's, oh. that's the way that we should, we should be sharing appreciation to begin with. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love that, man. Um, well, look, we're getting towards the end of the show, and I want to I want to respect your time. Um, two more questions. Um, number one is, I know that you're now doing consulting, as you mentioned, with with companies uh, for listeners who maybe are interested in that. How can you help them with, them with that? And then also, I know you were talking about when last time we spoke, you were talking about actually uh, creating a dreams app. Um, what's going on with that as well? I'd love to hear about both those things. Yeah, we got a few things in the works right now, which I'm really excited about. So. Um, yeah, what it looks like for me when I'm, I'm working with a different company, um, it's typically that they'll bring me in and I'll work with their leadership team on, Hey, how, how's the, what's the culture like right now in terms of where you're at? Is this something that you're ready just to add on because your culture is already very positive? And that's, that's typically where I've seen the, the, the most instant growth for a team is their culture is pretty solid. And this is that next thing for them. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so then we'll figure out when's the right timing for me to come and do the workshop. And I do them both on Zoom and in person. And uh, we've got one, for instance, at the beginning of the year for an international company. They're spread out. So there's just going to be a three hour on Zoom. And that'll be the starting point for it. And then I'll work with their leadership team on collecting the lists and you know, kind of how to drip out some of the dream stuff to keep it front of mind for the individuals. And, uh, and then how to incorporate some of their corporate incentive dollars Um to be used towards helping people accomplish some of the dreams. You know, it's kind of like greasing nice. the wheel, if you will, as it starts. So, so that's, that's the kind of the capacity of working with, with people. It's typically the workshop and then there's an integration model afterward. Um, the, there's two things in the works right now. One, this should actually be done in the next three weeks. Um, we're, we're just in the editing stages right now, but one of the things that you asked earlier was, you know, Hey, let's say somebody wants to do this on their own or with their you know spouse or something. Um, we're actually going to have a dream storming uh, video put together. So if somebody's interested in doing it at this home, they can just get the video and it'll basically be guiding them through how to like, you know, thought jog and do their own list at home. And so nice. that's made so that they don't have to wait for like their company, you know, or something like that. They can just do it on their own. Um, the app as I'm finding the app's going to be a much longer process, but we're in, we're in the midst right now of building the dreams vault. And it's basically, that'll be more for on the company side where once a uh, organization does the dreams workshop, all their employees and team members are able to upload their dreams into that. And then uh, leadership and everybody else will be able to have some cool functions with that to be able to keep them top of mind. The individuals can do some planning on their own dreams list, kind of set calendar dates, some notes, that type of thing as well. Very cool, man. So excited for all that stuff and and listeners. Um, we're going to give the where do you go to get this stuff in just a second. But before we go there, um, here at the Greatness Machine, we're all about, like I mentioned earlier, people you know living their passions to create greatness in the world. And you, Dane, obviously have have really doubled down on your passions to create this greatness. Um, but I'd love to ask you, we ask everyone the same question, which is what do you think is the biggest barrier to reaching greatness and how have you overcome this in your life? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And so if I answer specifically for me, I think that the the biggest, one of the biggest barriers can be uh, fear of the unknown and just taking that first step. 
you know, for, for me personally, this, this dreams concept has been here for a very long time. My wife has told me for a while, like, you've got to go do something with this. And, uh, and then it took that one conversation with Justin for him to help me understand I'm not that far away from being able to get it done. It's a lot, it, it's maybe not easy, but simpler than what I thought it was. And once I took that first kind of step of faith or leap of faith, um, everything just kind of lined up step after step after step. And if it really is something I think that some people are meant to do, you know, when we talk about greatness, um, I, I think it's pretty easy to tell that from how your friends and family and supporters line up in, in, uh, in support to say, yes, this is, this is what you should be doing. And, um, uh, that's at least what my experience has been. And, and it really helped, uh, to, you know, get moving on it. Love it, man. So Dane, uh, anyone that wants to get the book, learn about the new, the new, uh, uh, dream storm, uh, video. And it sounds like mm-hmm. somewhat of a tutorial, someone that wants to work with you on a consulting basis or, and learn more about the stuff you're doing, how would they connect with you? What's the best way for them to get any or all of the above? Yeah. So really two things, my website, which is just daneespigard.com. Um, and then Instagram is probably where I'm most active on there as well. So both of those two things. Um, if somebody's interested in the book, they can obviously go to Amazon and purchase it for, you know, full, full price there. I'm also giving away free e-version, uh, eBooks. If somebody wants a, you know, an e-version of the book, they can just go to daneespigard.com, um, forward slash book. Um, or free gift and they, yeah, it's free gift, excuse me. Uh, and they can grab a, a free downloadable copy on there as well. The website's where, when the video is ready to go, that's where I'll be, you know, advertising that thing on there as well. Very cool. Well, Dane, man, uh, I'm so pumped that we got to spend this time together. Um, I want to end on a quote, you know, I, I just finished, uh, I had a great summer, a great year. I read 31 books and I'm going to finish my 32nd book here in a, probably in the next week. One of the books I read, was a book by Ed Milet called The Power of One More. And in the book, he talks about dreams. Have you have you read this book yet? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, so one of the things he says, and, and you made me think about this the whole time, but but he says that dreams are gifts that we give ourselves. And, and I, I love that so much because I, okay. I feel like the work you're doing is promoting us gifting to ourselves love and, and compassion and really inspiration to achieve the things that are going to make our life you know, you'll be fulfilled. So I think you're doing amazing work, man. Dreams are gifts we give ourselves and, and you're the dream guy. So I'm so, so thankful to have you on the show. So grateful for you to share with our audience and wish you all the best of luck in everything that you do. Thank you, Darius. This has been awesome. I appreciate the time. Yeah, likewise. Listeners, go get the book. Go sign up for everything and anything Dane's doing. Go write your dreams list. I know I'm going to do that. And listen, if you love the show, share it with other leaders, share it with other company owners, share it with other CEOs. I know multiple CEOs and business people that have worked with Dane, and they've all said that his stuff is fucking awesome. Actually, I added the F word. They just said awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Shayla Gifford is actually a client of mine, so I know that you've done work with oh, her. Oh, awesome. Well. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love Shayla. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm not speaking, I'm not just making this up. This is coming yeah. from people that I've actually done work with directly. Um, so go and support Dane's work, uh, get the book, like I said, and if you love the episode, give us a review, rate us. Um, we thank you guys so much for all the support the show's had. Uh, we actually just ranked number one in the United States for, uh, and for education and business. Uh, and, uh, we think we're number 14 worldwide. So big wins here at the greatest machine. Dane, we appreciate you, my man. Peace out everyone. We love you. She's my lover. 
you are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.